<laughs> what you think, Fred? All right. Fred. <laughs> like, dude, you're an idiot. I'm doing very well, Janice. It's definitely me and you or Eli and Zach going to pop in. Yeah, they'll talk every once in a while. But... <laughs> <laughs> he was already here right away. It kind of well, we're used to you atta- attacking us, so yeah. Sorry. Look at <laughs> Let's just put it this way: Who do you see as the quarterback week one for the Green Bay Packers? I see. Welcome back, everyone, to another edition of Open Book. As you can see, I am doing this week's show from the road as I drive to the East Coast. So bear with us if I have any connection issues, but um, enough talking about me sitting in a car because I've been in the car for the last 10 hours and I don't even want to think about it. So Jen, Zach, it's nice to see you both after the last week. Well, Jen, of course, we were in Green Bay this past weekend. Zach, we definitely missed you. But um, yeah, Jen, how you doing? And then we'll get to Zach, of course. Yeah, I'm good. I'm a little nervous for how this show is going to go down, considering how the last five minutes went with your connection. So I'm going to be on my toes this entire 45 minutes, just waiting for something to happen. Uh, Lambo, I am headed to Connecticut, actually. Um, yeah, I'm not really looking forward. I don't know what there is to do in Connecticut other than leave. So I'm looking forward to that. You don't do anything in, in Connecticut. You're just you're in hell pretty much the whole time. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. really Connecticut. Yeah, <laughs> it's just the whole place. But Zach, of course, you again, not not trying to rub it in in any way, but we did miss you. So you you know have been in LA, but how have you been? How's been just watching Packers training camp and preseason from uh, from home been and what you've gathered? That was well, so mean. <laughs> Yeah, he, I just said a, specifically. No How's it watching I, from home? <laughs> I, I said specifically. Home, I'm not loser. Wow, I, I try <laughs> I my best. Okay. Jen was Eli. What you expected him? Oh first. God, I don't <laughs> even know if I want to. I actually <laughs> kind of feel bad for you. The fact that you met him, like I, 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 I feel bad too. I kind of told Jen. I was like, I don't think you're going to want to do this, but. You know, my mom's first question was, was he short? And I was like, no, he's kind of tall. And she's like, oh, I thought was he'd I be really short. short. <laughs> how, tall, how tall is Eli? I'd say like 5'11". Yeah, okay. Jen, exactly. I will admit, I, I just missed that six foot threshold. I am about 5'11", but I'm a, I'm a, prou- a prideful 5'11". Very happy with that. Well, I'm over six foot, so I'm better than you. Oh my um, gosh, Zach. Yeah, you are the best. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was it was sad as hell looking on everybody's Instagram stories and on Twitter and stuff, seeing you guys all hanging out on a nice warm summer Green Bay night, throwing the football around. Hey, I FaceTimed you so I you know, could be a part of that, it. Jen, jeez, I was getting to it. <laughs> Jen, thankfully, FaceTimed me. She even FaceTimed me at the game so I could so it could feel like I'm actually there. Um I'd open yeah. seat next to me, so yeah, well, I mean, it's, not like, it's not like I was there to occupy the seat, so it was just an yeah, empty well, seat there for, for no reason. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, sad. we had some we had some interesting uh, people sitting around us actually at the game, including the infamous customized jersey. Brilliantly, <laughs> that guy wearing the jersey that said "poop" on it. 
Oh, there we go. <laughs> Sitting right in front of us. Okay, I, didn't, sorry, I just... must have froze. <laughs> All of that. Oh, no, Everything he was saying, just, just for him to spit out the words. Like, <laughs> the custom work with poop on it. <laughs> oh, no. So just oh, that, was... Poop, no, but... that was a trip to yeah, get but... to that. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was interesting. But before we get into um, training camp, yeah, I'm going robotic a bit. I know I'm, I'm doing my best. I'm stuck in a mountain in Pennsylvania. But speaking of, you know, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. <laughs> being, oh, by the way, Philadelphia, always sunny in Philadelphia for life. But Jen, behind you on, uh, I don't know, your your right hand side, my looks like you left. got a map set up. Your I left, do. yeah, I'm bad with directions. So yeah, um, everyone who's been watching, as you yes, know, we've been wanting map. to get a map. And Jen put together an amazing open book viewer map where all of our all of our viewers, no matter you know where what city, country, continent, anywhere you are, you're going to get a dot on that map, and eventually, that come on, and eventually what? Come on, you got it. Come on, I need to know the answer to this, Eli. Please, answer. Come on. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> We'll never know. We have Germany in the chat, though. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, we do have Germany in the chat. Yeah. He's afraid it's... No, I don't don't have... I don't have Germany on the board, so I'll have to put that on after the show. Oh, welcome back, Eli. That might be our first uh, viewer from Germany. He's afraid to tell you guys he loves you. Yeah, that wouldn't be surprised. Eli is immune to feelings. Like, he is is an enigma of a human being, so he doesn't... (laughs) <laughs> I do appreciate that, but I will say I definitely do love both you and this show and all of our viewers. And Bernard, hey, thanks for thanks for tuning in. But we love now, you too, Eli, by the way. Let's thank you. But let's uh <laughs> let's do a little recap of some of these joint practices, which we know Aaron Rodgers is a huge fan of. But obviously, uh look, I think it brings out the best kind of competition, mixes things up. And of course, we even had a little bit of a, of a fight, it seems like, today. So a lot going on at Jets-Packers joint practice. Zach, uh, what have you seen that kind of stuck out to you uh, from the Packers or just from the whole practice in general? Well, you know, if you told me that there was going to be a joint practice and you told me a fight was going to break out at one of them, I would not have, have expected Randall Cobb, of all people, to be at the root of that that was very like surprising to read and aaron Rodgers to break it up yeah yeah very well, odd. That's, that's not as surprising because he's all about the you know he's all about the zen nowadays and he's I all just about... always assume that the offensive linemen are the first ones to the scuffle uh, that yeah i know that's true actually yeah those guys are always in the midst of everything um evidently robert tunyon is catching everything still and I actually I tweeted about that today because you know we we've talked about it multiple times in this show how Robert Tunyon he he benefited greatly from the offense he was playing in last year from this from Matt Lafleur's scheme, and not to take away from the great season he had, but you know chances are I mean he he did his homework and he caught everything you know he knew what to do when he was placed in positions to succeed so that was a big reason why he was so successful last year. Now in 2021, I mean I feel like he's gonna kind of price himself price himself out of the Packers range because I mean he's if he builds upon what he did last year and he transcends this scheme 
as in he becomes one of those game-changing tight ends. You know, he's up there at the top of the ranks with the Kelsey's and the Kittles and the Wallers. Then, I mean, he's going to be, he's going to have probably an all pro season. I'm not penciling that in or anything. I'm not making a prediction. So don't give me those looks. <laughs> but, but I mean, he's, he's on the cusp of possibly something special. It's kind of, yeah. I've seen similar things about MBS too, like where MBS might play himself out of price range for the Packers. So I've seen stuff about maybe take the risk and sign him early because he's also having a great camp and he's somebody who could really exceed expectations and kind of similar to Tanyan. Yeah, if you like, if you ask me right now today on August 19th, before the season even begins, if you ask me, hey, decide between one of the two, Marquez Valdez-Scantling or Robert Tanyan, I would pick MVS because mm-hmm. that guy... Obviously, he's worked his ass off to get to this point. He's overcome so many demons and, and the you know the mental miscues. But the Packers are going to have a problem playing paying a lot of these receivers that are hitting free agency next year. Like their top five, six guys are going into free agency, including Devontae Adams. So I feel like they'll redirect that interest more so in MBS. And Tanyan, as Lambo LeBeau said here, I mean, I don't want to call him disposable, but I feel like if any tight end with those capabilities comes into this scheme and you know they, like i said they do their homework they understand what their assignments are they know what they need to do on the field and i mean that's just going to get you opportunities you're going to be in a position to to succeed the way tunyon has so i feel like in matt lafleur's offense you can really kind of plug anybody like i said with those capabilities that tunyon has into a spot and they'll be able to thrive the same exact way well, and I'm still waiting to see what Sternberger can do. I know he has, I think it's maybe a two-game suspension, mm-hmm. but he's somebody who we haven't really seen everything I think we can see from him. So hopefully he's also somebody who gets those opportunities and maybe, yeah, maybe we don't get Tunyon back next year, but Sternberger can come and fill in. So it's just kind of all those, you know, we have depth at tight end right now and it's it's not bad. Yeah, I've, I've always been. What, what's the you, I've, Eli? I've, well, First off, to Jen's point, I, I think I've been pretty vocal. I'm a huge Jay Sternberger fan, and I refuse to give up on him until I absolutely have to. So I do think that if he was put in, t- in Tunyon's role, and obviously it would be next year, and he's starting Great to points, really yeah. develop as a tight end. Thank you very much, Jen. Um, but no, but he could really not only do what Tunyon did, but I think we can all agree with the ball in his hands, he would probably be more dynamic than Tanyan. You know, he just, he's a better route runner, better of a runner overall. And um, yeah, what, what Lambo says here, it's true. I mean, MVS and was uh, going to be my next point. And what Jen kind of got to was MVS seems to be killing it at camp and he's improving. It seems year by year, day by day. And, and there is a part of me that thinks, you know, if he goes and has a breakout season, he really could price himself out of a contract and it could be tough because teams love, you know, if he has a huge year, teams love those speedsters who can get deep and they give them a lot of money. You saw that with guys like Corey Davis. So, so that's definitely something to keep an eye on. And um, one quick thing I saw in the comments that I wanted to just mention only because I hate like training camp because of this, but Carl Lawson of the Jets uh, tore his Achilles today at joint practice, which just sucks. Um, I know this is not a Jets show, but you never want to see that. So, yeah, I'm sorry. Praise out to Carl Lawson. Hope he has a quick recovery. But 
outside of training camp and uh, joint practices with the Jets, there were some pretty interesting uh, press conferences afterwards with Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, and Isaac Yadam, which before we get to Rodgers and Adams, let's let's do a quick breakdown of this Josh Jackson for Isaac Yadam trade. Really just seems, you know, the, the term being thrown around is change of scenery kind of trade. And that really makes sense. I mean, it, it could be that both guys end up getting cut before the 53-man roster anyway. But it was interesting to see the deal go down. So, Zach, do you, do you have any thoughts on uh, Yadam coming to the Packers and, you know, can make the roster or anything like that? Well, I've seen – because I've tweeted about it a lot. And I've seen a lot of people say, like, why would they – I mean, if they're just going to – if they're just probably going to cut – Yadam, why, why even trade for him? And the reality is, I mean, if you can get anything, anything for a former second-round pick, I mean, the fact that they got a cornerback who could potentially per- contribute on special teams, maybe, maybe cling to this roster, who knows? We don't know what the secondary is going to look like. We don't know what the front office is thinking. Then you do that. That That's just good roster building. If you can get anything back, and also, I'm sure Josh Jackson probably had a you know, had had a little bit of a hand in this. I'm sure that they, they communicated to him like, hey, we're going to give you a fresh start. We're going to send you off to New York and we'll see what you can do over there. It reunites him with Patrick Graham. It's, I mean, it was a no-brainer trade. The chances are, the chances are Yadam isn't going to make the roster. He's not going to be on the 53-man roster, but you give him a chance to compete, put some stuff on tape this preseason. And the Packers don't, you know, they need corners to get through the last two weeks of the preseason. Eli is frozen as hell right now. <laughs> and they, they released Stanford Samuels. So they're down one cornerback. You know, they needed bodies to get through the preseason. So a swap for both guys, you know, you know, just was the logical thing to do. And like I said, that's just good general man, uh, managing. Yeah, Adam, obviously, he's a third-round pick. It didn't work out for him in Denver. It hasn't worked out for him in New York, obviously. But, uh, you know... It's a fresh start for him. You know, third time's a charm. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I, mean, I look, think... Uh, go oh, ahead, Jen. I yeah. guess Eli's no, go going to talk. <laughs> no, I was just going <laughs> to say... frozen. You, you got to remember, <laughs> no, he's I'm delayed sorry. a little bit. He's probably still talking just... about, like, the... <laughs> about Robert Tunyon. Tunyon, yeah. I would just say... Should just let me talk. Very great. All right, I appreciate the insight, R2D2. <laughs> Great points. Um, well, I'm going to talk now since Eli is not, yeah, it's not working out for him. So uh, basically what I was going to say, I'm trying not to look at his screen because I know it's frozen. Um, but no, like I think his, it, <laughs> it looks like his face was melted off. Look at it. <laughs> All right, sorry, go ahead. Uh, I'm just going to kind of... <laughs> I can't tell what's happening. Um, but no, I think it just kind of... It softens the blow, I think, instead of having to just flat-out cut Jackson. I like that he got traded instead, especially, you know, he's a guy that they've put... <laughs> Is he talking? <laughs> I'm trying to keep it together. It's just... Whew. Okay, so yeah, uh, I like that he <laughs> Eli shut up. <laughs> I knew this was gonna be a disaster at some okay. point. It surprisingly took fifteen okay. minutes. 
I can't get through this point, apparently. I'm just glad he got traded instead of the cut because I he's somebody who you always root for every year in and out. So I think it it's kind of one of those things where it's less less painful to – oh, there he goes. <laughs> the cha- um, yeah, it, it was likely that he was going to be one of those five cuts to get down to 85. Yeah. He was going to be – I actually I mean, didn't think that he was going to be. I said it earlier oh, this weekend. Yeah, I saw. Oh, you did. I, well, I heard. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I just I thought he was somebody who maybe they would um, try and get a little extra rep in and eventually use for trade bait, which they used earlier. And yeah, I don't see this Giants guy coming in and claiming a spot on the 53 man roster unless all of a sudden, you know, change change of scenery and he's a breakout guy. Uh, but yeah, I, I was fine with the trade. I think, you know, with a guy who you've spent so long, like, trying to root for hoping for the best all this stuff and it just never works out and it's just it's been dragging on for seasons now to just like see him get traded and know he has an opportunity somewhere else I think that as a fan makes me feel a lot better about the situation I hope all the best maybe change of scenery helps him and he finds a way onto a roster and it's just you know the demons in Green Bay are gone and he can succeed somewhere else yeah I feel like the next like the next course of action with him would have been like a last resort kind of thing. Oh God! Oh, hi, Eli. <laughs> oh could you see? Hey, I could you like... see me and hear me? Yeah, I think. Yeah. Okay. So while we still have this connection, as I go through these mountains, um, I know that last week we all made some pretty just bold screw Zach's point. Now that Eli's here, he's gonna talk. Well, he. He has he has the light right now. He has the connection, so I'll just let let him. I'm sorry. I just wanted to get to our bold takes and how off we were on all of them. So if one of you would like to start with your three takes and well, just how wrong they were. Why don't you start before we lose you? Okay, fine. That's a deal. Um, first off, I did uh, think DeAndre Tompkins was gonna have a big game. I I put him down for a hundred yards and a touchdown. Of course, he ended up getting injured. And now I believe he is on IR, which is very unfortunate because I actually really liked what I saw out of him at training camp. And then my other bold prediction was Kylan Hill. Um, I believe I put him down for 150 all-purpose yards. So returning, rushing, receiving, that did not work out. I wasn't too far off, but it did not work out. And I also had the Packers with three turnovers on the Texans offense. They only ended up with one. The KB on Ento interception. So, yeah, I was pretty off on all that. And just so I don't forget, and be- before we get to your guys' bold takes, can we just talk for a minute about KB on Ento and how good he's been? And can we look at him as a potential lock for this roster, Jen? Um, I think, I mean, one game in, it's hard to say. We'll see how he does. I mean, they're playing, I wouldn't call them great teams, um, in this preseason, but you know, he's been getting those looks and catching a lot of attention. So I think it was good to see him go out there and kind of get the recognition and turn heads a little bit. So I'm excited to see what he can do against the jets, especially cause they've got, you know, Zach Wilson coming in. And if he can pick him off a couple of times, it would be a lot of fun just cause Zach Wilson, obviously one of the big names coming out of the draft. So yeah, I, I, it's, it's nice to see the depth in this defense and, I'm excited to kind of see what more they can do and piece themselves together. And now there's more, you know, with shifts in the defense, there's more opportunities in other places. So, yeah, I mean, 
it could be him again this week or it could be someone totally new. And that's the beauty of preseason. Yeah. I mean, I think it could be Ennis Gaines who continues to make plays. But, uh, Zach, any thoughts on Ento or, or Gaines or anyone else in that cornerback room that might surprise? Well, I just want Ento to stay healthy. That was that was his issue last year. He broke a bone in his foot. But you saw that the Packers obviously liked him. They put him on the 53-man roster and then reverted him to injured reserve. They didn't want to lose him. They wanted to sit him there for the rest of the year. Um. I mean, the thing is, yeah, he's making, you know, he made a nice play against the Texans. He has the Jets coming up and a rookie quarterback Two, you know, two possibly bottom five teams in the league. But he's making these plays in practice, too. You know, he had a nice pass breakup today that I read. He's, you know, he's flying around. He's I think he I don't think he's a lock. But right now, in terms of that sixth cornerback spot, it, it has his name written all over it. If he can just keep playing consistently if he can just keep stringing together these these performances then yeah there's no way they keep him off the roster especially knowing that they already liked him i think those five spots on the yeah. depth chart yeah. you got alexander alexander king sullivan uh stokes shamar Jean charles who hasn't been spectacular but it's what you expect from a rookie they're not if they release him he's not going to clear waivers there's there's no way no way in hell so that sixth spot i mean you got five locks that sixth spot i think it has ento's name like i said written all over it all right, thank you, Eli. <laughs> Point taken. <laughs> okay. So, Zach, do you want to go over? Do you remember your bold takes? I know one of them was it was Devin Funches through or, or catches two, two touchdowns. Touchdown, I believe. Yeah. You had a uh, Kylan yeah. Hill something. Kylan Hill, I think. No, there was yeah, there was a Devin Funches one, and there was the one they hold the Texans under 150 yards of total offense. Um, which they had like 300 some. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then there was another Kylan Hill one. I think it was was it, he scores two touchdowns or he goes over 100 rushing yards. I don't. I do not remember, but yeah, Devin Funches two touchdowns was one of them, and he had a great game. He had a fantastic oh, yeah. game. I think he earned a roster spot in that he game. He was a lot of fun healthy. to watch. That one-handed catch was spectacular. Yeah, yeah. He was, he, he he was, was just, killing it. He was balling out, having fun, and it was awesome to see. Yeah, because he hasn't played football in two years. Right. You know, so. Basically, yeah, a lot of people who kind of thrive <laughs> on, on the preseason or are rookies or um, maybe opted out last year. It's been a while since a lot of them have played. It's not just, you know – Jordan Love isn't the only one who hasn't played in like two years. There's a lot of guys who, because of no preseason, missed a lot of opportunities. So it's it's good to see a lot of these guys come back and not look like they lost a step. And Funchess is somebody who I've been really excited about. So seeing him like that, um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And hopefully when he's matched up against number one defenses, it's more the same. Now, what was your bold take, Jen? I had, so my Kylan Hill one was that he would accumulate at least 75 yards in kick returns, and he only had 58 on three returns. Um, he wasn't back there every time. I can't remember who he was sharing returns with, but I don't think anybody else took any out. They just fair I think uh, Patrick, Patrick Taylor was in the end zone a couple times, but yeah, he never returned yeah. it. And then I had Eric Stokes 
will have a pick. And he really didn't get a lot of playing time. I was really disappointed in that. I think he was on a couple he, of special team snaps, but he played, yeah. I think, like 13 defensive snaps. I yeah, he had like two total tackles, one solo. It, yeah, just not a lot. But, you know, maybe with Josh Jackson departing, maybe that opens up some more opportunities for him in this upcoming game, which. I still want to see a lot of him. And then, unfortunately, Eli didn't remember the fourth quarter of that game. Damn. Yeah. Um, because, well, you know, if they, if they served beer in the stands, it probably would have gone a lot smoother. See, but, blame it yeah. on them because, I, yeah, you know, you can't get up and go inside the concourse every time you need a beer or I'd miss the whole game. So, really, I well, was Well, Eli was lazy. Ready. He didn't want to keep going up and down the steps. Jen, those steps were aggressive. Before we get to some of these questions in the comments, we're going to throw it to an ad for our friends over at the Freezer Podcast. You can catch them every Monday at 7 Central. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's Fred from the Freezer Podcast. If you guys are spending your Monday nights watching football, you guys can spend your Monday nights before watching football, hanging out with us at the Freezer Podcast. 7 p.m., you don't know what's going to happen. Sanjay might shave his head. You might eat a hot chip. Matt's going to laugh. I can guarantee you that. But bet. make sure you guys spend it with us. Nobody wants to say anything. I didn't say anything! I didn't know what to say! That was good. Yeah, there you have it. The Freezer San- Podcast. Sanjay's a funny guy. <laughs> I need to remember that he screams in that so I can kind of like yeah, take I off my that, headphones. I noticed that last week. He killed my eardrums. Sanjay is one of the people that we actually did uh, have the pleasure of meeting in Green Bay. Very cool guy. Yeah, Sanjay's awesome. Uh, great quarterback. Definitely threw me some good spirals when we were playing uh, playing some backyard football, but um so yeah jen just zach did you go over your bull takes while i was in middle of a different dimension while you were incapacitated yes yeah okay good so let's it's so um, dark where you are now i I, i'm you know i'm doing my best i'm doing my best um but looking forward uh to this jets game we're gonna stick with it because you know we can't go 0 for 9 as a team on bold predictions. Right. Well, uh, we also not only 0 for 9, but more like 0 for like 16. No, that's not the right math. I don't know. Maybe 18 because we also all got our touchdowns wrong and all got our scores wrong. Yeah. So basically, so basically we all lost, <laughs> but it's preseason, so it doesn't count. <laughs> exactly. So let's let's get to our first bold take of the day. Zach, why don't you kick us off? What's going to go down? Packers, Jets, Saturday afternoon. Kurt Bankert is going to throw three touchdowns because he is the starter. We, you know, Jordan Love more than likely is going to play. Matt LaFleur was very noncommittal about whether or not he was going to roll him out there. But we all know, we all know coach speak at this point. We dealt with Mike McCarthy for 13 seasons. So we understand the cryptic messages. We know Jordan Love isn't going to play. Kurt Bankert, he's going to sling three touchdowns. I really liked when he came in. I know he threw the, the pick, 
but he came in last week and he was slinging it like just reckless abandon. He was gunning it downfield. And I, he started off with a couple, uh, it was like three, I think, three nice completions right down the middle of the field. And he was just, yeah, he was just playing. He was just playing to his heart's content. He was he was just really, really good. And um, yeah, I think he comes out, keeps that same energy, that same level of play, and he he slings three touchdowns. It's banker I love season, that one. Folks. Yeah, I, I know Jen's going to love that one. Uh, Jen, so why don't you go next? This might make me look creepy and scary. I'm trying to get some light in here, Jesus but uh, look, you know, you got to do what you got to do. This is open book. You don't, we don't, we don't take off days here. So, Jen, what is your first bold take of the game? I'm gonna stick with the Banker bandwagon, and I said he's gonna have 100 yards and a passing touchdown. So. Wow, it's very bold there, Jen. The starting quarterback, a full 100 yards. They don't know they brought yeah. in. They brought in that other guy, so he could end up taking snaps or I you know if they run the ball a lot. I bet you right now Banker plays three quarters and they hand the fourth out to Jake Dolgala. Jake Dolgala. Because they, they did a they ran a lot uh against the Texans, so they could do a lot of run plays if that offensive line can get it together. <laughs> yeah, so. that is true. Our the offensive it line It felt like a bold take after watching that Texans game. Come on, up the ante a little bit. Come on, 200 yards. Okay, 150 yards and two passing touchdowns. All right, that's better. Because I – I'm sorry. I I was going to up it, but then I I had uh, already sent the screenshot to Zach, and I was like, oh, what if he calls me out for like (laughs) – For being a filthy liar? Yeah, be like, like, um, actually – Yeah, I like Bernard where Bernard's mind's at. Ben Kurt, five TDs. Here, how about – I well, I was gonna add in there originally. I was gonna say he runs a touchdown in, but then I changed. Uh, Peter, it I am not. I am not myself driving, but I am in a car while it is moving through Pennsylvania. Um, doing doing yeah. the show and driving is definitely an Eli thing to do. I would look Just if I had to. I would put myself and everyone else at risk for the good of open book, but of. <sighs> Course, not. Don't put that on us. Think. Yeah, so then, so then we get to watch. Oh, no. Actually, okay. that sounds more of a liability to Jacob than us, so that's on Jacob's hands. Mm-hmm. Is, is he alive? Finally, I am once again going through some bad service, so I did not hear that. But I, if you could hear me, I'm going to give my first bold prediction while while I'm still here. Um, is going to be. Um, defensively, I, I mean, I really hope he plays, so it's a bit hard, but Devondre Campbell, if he gets any snaps at all, is going to over, whether it's interception. <laughs> oh, my God. We're, Eli's being tortured right now. <laughs> But the right, thing well, is that Eli doesn't know that he's frozen. He's probably just talking like everything is. He, that's the best part. Are you kidding me? He's just talking into a into a screen <laughs> of nothingness. Like we're not there. You can't hear anything he's saying. Let's okay. I'll I'll finish his bold prediction for him. If Devondre if Devondre Campbell starts <laughs> middle linebacker. Okay, it's not my fault. My phone is getting attacked. Blame Pennsylvania. I am in a mountain. 
Eli, you were supposed to be at a hotel. I feel like this is kind of. I know, but well, the problem again with Pennsylvania is they decided to do a bunch of construction. Delay me about two hours. As I said, Devondre Campbell is going to make a big play because he's been killing it at practice. I actually think with him and Barnes, the Packers have the best middle linebacking group I think maybe I've seen since Nick Barnett and A.J. Hawk, you know, maybe some Desmond Bishop. Okay, but what what is a big play? I said either an interception or a forced oh, fumble. Well, so you did it, but... <laughs> well, I said it before I cut out. I know you maybe you didn't hear me, but I'm going to go with my – I'm going to – Continue rolling to my second bold prediction. And this is a bit of a joint bold prediction here with Mike. And that is going to be Amari Rogers catching a 40 plus yard touchdown from Kurt Benkert. And it's going to be a beautiful, beautiful play. So that'll be that's his what passing I'm touchdown in my bold prediction. Beautiful. Exactly. So Jen, why don't we hear your second your second prediction? My second one is that Molson hits a field goal from 40 plus yards out. Ooh. <laughs> I'm so surprised, honestly. I'm not surprised he's on the roster, but it's like, you know, let him go somewhere where maybe he could compete for the job. But yeah, it would be fun to see him kick a, a long field goal. I, I honestly don't see Crosby kicking a single ball in preseason. Yeah, I don't not, see Lambo disgusting us in fantasy football either. Oh, Zach. Yeah, by the way, He's everyone what? watching. He's... No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all about the trash talk for fantasy. Oh, this this, right, this right. show, there'll be plenty of trash talk. We got our league filled out. Everyone uh, who's going to be a part of it, by now you should know, and it's going to be a ton of fun. That league is going to include former Packers legendary tight end Tom Crabtree, Oh, very exciting. Zach's also going to be legend. there. Yeah, exactly. Zach, I don't think that, you know, you're definitely a legend. I don't know about a former Packer legend, though. But um, Zach, how about you? What is your second bold prediction for the Jets game? Well, my second bold prediction. It's funny that you should ask. Well, hilarious. Yeah. I think KB on Ento, he comes down with an interception. And I believe he had an interception last week as well, actually. So, yeah, he's back-to-back weeks with an interception, and he's going to break up five passes. Whoa, five mm-hmm. pass breakups. That, see, that's a bold take. Jen, maybe take some notes Sorry. on your boldness. Was that sarcasm? <laughs> are you giving me sarcasm? No. Sorry, Mr. my Robot? bold takes huh? are like... Do you really think it's huh? sarcasm? R2-D2? Huh? F- five breakups C-3PO? is unbelievable. You're attacking my phone, and that's just personal. But um, PBU, yeah, so five PBUs, that would be, that would be huge, as Lambo LeBeau said, um, and I would love to see it because I'm a, I'm a big Enzo fan. And now for my second prediction, um, actually speaking on someone we talked about earlier, which is Jay Sternberger, I do think he's really growing into that role. And he needs to prove some stuff in the preseason, especially being suspended the first two games. So I'm going to go with a touchdown and 75 receiving yards for Jay Sternberger this Saturday against the Jets. 
Okay. I can dig that. I think, yeah, I think I think for a tight end, 75 yards, it's it's bold enough, but um let's 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 wrap up our final bold takes before we get to a little bit of a game preview. So Jen, what do you got? My final bold take is that Malik Taylor leads the pass catchers in yards. There's just always so much silence after I say one of my takes. Jeez. No, it's not for me. It's from Eli. I expect him to comment on it, but he's like, he's lost in the twilight zone. Yeah. Our producer <laughs> has spoken. Yeah. Andrew, our producer says, Eli, hey, look, give if up. you guys want me to give up, is it that bad? <laughs> look, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> trying to mess with your amazing bold takes. There's no point in giving up. We're 36 minutes into the show. I mean, we might as well just tough it out. Yeah. Let's, let's, Nine let's, yeah, this way, you know. It'll be an experience. Okay, fine. So we got Malik Taylor leading the team in receiving yards. How about a, a, a ballpark number? No, he just leads. Okay, fine. <laughs> just leads. Wow. Well, Zach. Just give us a ballpark. It doesn't have to be like right on. Just give us like an area. I, I'd probably say like, I'm going to say 70 yards. Okay. All right. For a preseason game, that could very much easily lead the team. It'll so it'll be pretty spread out, but I'm going to say he. I had a lot of fun watching him against the Texans, so I expect to see more of that from him against the Jets. Um, yeah, I, I agree. Malik Taylor did impress, and I was not sure how he would make it onto the roster, but between receiving and special teams, he's for sure going to make a case. That's for sure. Zach, how about you? What, what's your final and the way you've been going? I'm expecting the boldest take I'm going to hear maybe all week. That just sounds so sarcastic. I'm sorry. Like, I know you probably don't, I know, I know you probably don't mean it, but I mean, it just it sounds so Both sarcastic. Both of your predictions have been very bold. I'm being real. Okay. All right. I think Zach Wilson is going to have rookie troubles to such an extent that he throws four interceptions. I love that. That that would be a fun game. You know, we got five pass breakups from Ento, an interception, and then three more. I'm a fan of the way the secondary looks right now. I'm a fan of Ento's play. I'm a fan of, yeah, I think Shamar Jean Charles can turn it on at any moment. And Vernon Scott's fun to watch. I was just going to get to the safeties. You got Vernon Scott, Christian Uphoff, Ennis Gaines. Henry, Henry Black. Guys. Yeah, Henry, Henry Black, Will Redmond. They had a very five, good game. Five mm-hmm. guys competing behind Darno Savage and Adrian Amos. So it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy, you know, to see how the safety room shakes out. But yeah, I think they got a lot of ball hawks in the secondary right now, and they'll make a difference. Pick off Zach Wilson four times. And right there, flow. I love that call. A little BJ Raji uh reminiscing TJ Slayton. I mean, that he guy's massive. Practice. He did it in yeah, practice. Look, he, yeah. He could jump up, swat a ball, and end up with it. Who knows? We've seen crazier things. And then for my final bold prediction of this game, I'm going to go because last week we all, and it wasn't purposely, but we managed to somehow exclude Jordan Love and the quarterback position in in total. So I'm going to say Kurt Benkert, like Zach said, is going to play at least the first three quarters of this game, throw for 300 yards and three touchdowns full-on domination of the Jets' defense because do the Jets even have a defense? Who knows? Are they even a team? Who knows? We'll see. Zach Wilson will, will decide that. But I think after last week, and I know it's the preseason, but they lost 26-7. to It's not, not a good feeling, even in an exhibition game. 
and they're going to want to come back and, and make up for that. So that's what I think. I think Ben Kurt is going to just throw the ball down their throat and, and do really well because I like, I do like her Ben Kurt. I really do think he has some talent. And now that we got our bowl takes out, everyone keep those in mind as the game goes on. Hopefully we'll have some better luck this week than we did last week. Um, and then just before we head out, I mean, Zach, it looks like you have something you want to say, so go for it. It ain't something I want to say. It's something I have to do. It's an obligation. Okay. One month from today, Game on Wisconsin is having a big party, a nice meetup, a gathering, and it's not for Todd Varney's birthday. So let's just get that out of the way right now. We don't care about Todd Varney. Nobody cares about Todd Varney. So for sure here not. you go. Enjoy. September 19th at the Green Bay Distillery, right before the Green Bay Packers take on the Detroit Lions for the home opener. Game on Wisconsin is throwing Todd Varney a birthday party. Okay, not really. It's just an ironic coincidence, but we will be throwing a party at the Green Bay Distillery. Food, football, drinks, prizes, all kinds of stuff you can win. You want to check out our YouTube page, our Twitter page, and our other social media page, Game on Wisconsin. For details, meet us at the Green Bay Distillery on September 19th. Come meet and greet all of your favorite Game on Wisconsin personalities and have a chance to win some really cool stuff. We hope to see you there. I yeah, there you have it. That. Yeah, um, well, either way, everyone who is watching is absolutely invited. Um, as I said, Packers home opener, September 19th. It's going to be a ton of fun. A lot of a lot of the crew is going to be there, so a lot of people to meet, to drink with, play games, talk football, all the good stuff. So before we head out, as we do before every game here on Open Book, we like to do a bit of a score prediction. And again, we did not do very well last week, so let's let's try to do a little bit better. Jen, what do, what do you got for us? Score end of this game, Packers Jets. This one, well, since I obviously had Molson. You can't wait. You just couldn't wait. You know, I, I've been holding in my neck crack for you, and you got to go with the pre-workout. Unbelievable. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, but you promised that you wouldn't crack your neck. Yeah, and if you do it, I'll kill you. I know. I did make a deal that I won't <laughs> do it, so I'm <laughs> – wow, it's aggressive. Okay. Um, but, Jen, yeah. Please, uh, please continue. Well, since I had Molson hitting a field goal, I'm going to say 24-17 Packers. I think it's a close game, but a little bit more high scoring. Uh, yeah, having only seven points – wasn't great, but you know, the score of that game, it didn't matter as much to me, but I think that they kind of break out this offense a little bit more. Hopefully offensive line looks better. That's kind of my biggest takeaway from the Texans game. My biggest negative was that offensive line. So hopefully they can figure it out a little bit, get a little passing, a little bit of throwing, put up 24 points, but I think that the Jets are going to find a way and they'll sneak 17 points in. Um, all right. So 24-17 from Jen. Zach, how about you? I'm going to say 23-10. And there's going to be a few field goals. And uh, if I'm going to have Zach Wilson throwing four interceptions, then there's no there's no damn way in hell he is going to lead them to a victory in the process. Because I'm assuming yeah. he's going to get pretty extensive playing time. They want to they want to look at their rookie. Um, so, yeah. 23 to, What did I say? 10. 23 to 10. 23 to 10. <laughs> All right. 23 to 10. And I had... Ben Kurt throwing for three touchdowns and 300 yards, which means I'm looking at a at a good offensive day for the Packers. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go 31, 
13. I think the Jets, you know, they'll be able to get a little bit done, but for the most part be shut down by this defense. Our offense, as I said, I'm very confident in Ben Kurtz, so we'll score some points. And, yeah, there you have it, our bold takes and score predictions for this week's game against the Jets. Again, everyone who tuned in, thank you all so much for watching. Before we head out, make sure to follow Game On Wisconsin and subscribe on YouTube at Game On Wisconsin. You can find Jen on Twitter at Big Mac underscore four. You can find Zach on Twitter at It's Zachariah J. And you can find myself at Book of Eli underscore NFL. I have actually just finally arrived at my destination. Perfect. So I will, yeah, perfectly in time for the show to end, get a chance to get out of the car for the first time since 9 a.m. But it was awesome to see both of you. Thank everyone for tuning in. And we will see you next week, hopefully after a big win against the Jets and embarrassing Zach Wilson. <laughs> what you think, Fred? All right. Fred. <laughs> Like, dude, you're an idiot. I'm doing very well, Jen. Is it just going to be me and you or Eli and Zach going to pop in? Yeah. They'll talk oh, every once in a while. But... <laughs> <laughs> he was already here. It happened right away. It kind of, well, we're used to you atta- attacking us, so. Yeah. Sorry. Look at <laughs> Let's just put it this way. Who do you see as the quarterback?